Man, I still really like that beat. Props to uh, so AG tough. Productions. I think that was. I think we got the timing right on that one. I think for the first time we've used that beat, we got the timing right. Finally, it took like five weeks. We're there. I I, I still. I still also, think people want to hear it all. Dropped his new beat tape. Everyone check out his new beat tape, AG Dynasty. It's called uh, Blade Runner to ATL 2024 or something. I don't know. Are you, are you saying an AOL screen it. name or are you saying the name of an actual album? No, that's the name of his beat. His beat tape ah. is Blade Runners, Blade Runners ATL. And I think there's a year attached to it as well. Nice. Maybe 2024. I think that's also the name of De- Dennis Schrodinger's restaurant, I think. <laughs> I, I, I think it's more. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, uh, we are back. Uh, two weeks back to back. That hasn't happened in a while, but uh, we're through finals. We're through a bye week. We're through uh, all the things that make our lives difficult that we have to be committed to. And we are back to the most important thing in our lives, this podcast. I always tell myself, you know, if I'm having trouble getting out of bed in the morning, I'm like, wow, at least I got the podcast. That's, that's, that's... At, least, at minimum, at minimum, I will get the picks. I'll get the matchups. <laughs> Two hours before the podcast, <laughs> seriously researching. Uh, well, clearly that didn't. Uh, the early uh, or late release of the lines didn't help us last week because we had a rough week, specifically myself. I oh. actually, I actually think if you look at these records and order them in order of how much we uh, we research, I think there's a negative correlation between research and success. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> last also, week. Also, I'm confused. I picked six games, but somehow was two and two this week. Yeah, I'll get what to that. To my... I'll get to that. Uh, first off, I went one and four. Uh, Ramu went four and two, taking it. all overs. <laughs> uh, Hari, Congrats. you went two and two because the Seahawks. Uh, where am I looking? Oh, sorry. Uh, you went two and two because you had the Giants plus three. Yes. Oh wait, they were plus three. All right, correction, yeah. correction. My bad. And then the Pats minus seven, which you pushed on. Fair point. Yeah, but the push, the push is pretty much a win. I didn't lose my listeners any money. That should be four and two. No, that's not true. That's three and two. 36 and 39. Uh, three and two. And Mark, two and three. Booyah, booyah, booyah. Um, so, overall, uh, I am 39 and 36. Ramu is 38 and 46. Hari is 36 and 39. And Mark in first place, 39 and 34. Paula, at your boy. Um, so, we got a, a nice little slate here of NFL games. You can't, you can't say that and then segue into this Philly Ravens game. Yeah. Also, you've said a nice little slate four weeks in a row. That's One why of you... them can't be all they can't all be good. I, I had an I had an off camera uh, conversation with Samin that this week's slate is not good. Maybe it's just I the last like three games. Slate. I guess it's because the first couple of weeks of NFL games were absolutely brutal. Um, and so maybe this just makes it a little more exciting. Now we have like, you know, battles of birds, Eagles and Ravens, minus five and a half, over under forty point five. Um, I'll start this one off. I don't know what to do with this line. The Ravens <laughs> got shellacked. If you really watch that Patriots game, outside of those two special teams errors that led to 14 points, they were not ready to hang with the top tier of the AFC. That being said... You I know he's not in the top tier of anything. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. True, 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 true. Um, so I don't know what to do with this line, but this 40.5 in terms of uh, over-under looks enticing. Give me a little over on this action. I think the Eagles have shown they can score some points. And I think the Ravens have to win this game to stay in the playoffs. So I think each of these teams can crack 20 points. You know, a little 24-21, maybe a crazy 22-21 game. Give me the over on 40.5. All right, what are your thoughts on this game? 
so I actually disagree uh, because I one the Ravens look like garbage last week uh, against the Patriots, who obviously are a good team, but whatever. Um, Eagles have gone 13 points, 14 points, and then 22 points the last three weeks. Um, I don't see Carson Wentz getting any better. Uh, I don't see the Ravens getting any better, especially now they cut Devin Hester this week for what looked like no reason. Yeah, that uh, didn't make any under sense. in this game. Give you the under. All right, I like it. Ramu also texted me saying he's taking the under on this game. So is, is he going all, taking all unders this week? All yeah, unders he's going all unders this game. Oh my god! Week. Okay, should, should be interesting. Uh, he's gonna go five and one. Yeah. The interesting part is he actually almost would have had that parlay that we put down, except that we lost the Thursday night game. Uh, so it's he almost had it, except for the fact that he lost the first game of the parlay. Yeah, yeah but okay. he got the other three. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Mark, take us home. Eagles game. So listen, the this this game's in Baltimore. Um, Baltimore is five and one against the spread at home this year. The Eagles are one and six against the spread on the road. Wow. Um, I'm kind of surprised you're taking the over, especially given that I think the best weapon that the Eagles have is probably going to be out for this game. That's Darren Sproles. Oh, Darren Sproles? I mean, he's in the, the concussion, concussion protocol after a, an absolute garbage hit um, on, that was, on a punt return that against, was against the Redskins. So I don't really see a path where the Eagles um, put up enough points to, to compete in this game. So I'll... Unfortunately, I'll lay the five and a half and take the kick the wins. Oh, also, man. just in case you guys are wondering, it's going to be rainy and 44 at kickoff. Oh, that changes, that changes me. That changes me. Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. <laughs> Moving from the over. Thanks, Hari. Uh, forgot the weather check on that one. Um, but this next game, we don't have to worry about weather. We just have to worry about a really good offensive team versus a really, really bad defensive team. And that is the 49ers traveling to your Georgia Dome, home of the Atlanta Falcons, minus 13 and a half, over under 51.5. Mr. Falcons Insider, please give me some thoughts on this game. Yeah, everything. I don't know what happened, but like we were all doom and gloom like last week. Then we just put Los Angeles to bed. And now everything looks fine, and there doesn't look like there are any problems. Except uh, you're still tied with Tampa in the division. Uh, yeah, we're, there's nothing There's nothing to worry about. We have pretty much the easiest schedule left. Uh, we should close out the season undefeated. Um, I'd be very surprised if we don't. Um, with that being said, 13.5 is a huge spread. Um, but 51.5 is a crazy over-under. Um, but to give you some perspective on that, the 49ers have given up 30 or more points in seven of their 13 games this season. So more often than not, they're giving up, or sorry, eight of their 13 games this season. Uh, so more often than not, they're giving up 30 points. We are the most prolific offense in the NFL right now. Uh, give me the over in this game as well. I like it. Uh, Hari, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Um, the 49ers are 2-10-1 against the spread this season. Um, and the Falcons, to your point, have actually gone over in their last four games. Um, that offense on turf, indoors, uh, no weather impacts. Give me the over on 51.5. That's easy, easy, easy money. Mark, take us home. Falcons. Falcons, yeah. So this this line is some crazy movement. It, well, I'm seeing it started at 11. Yeah. And it's moved like 3.5 to 4 points. So, uh, or no, that's, that's poor math. 2.5 to Two 3. Half. I got gotcha. you. Um, anyway, I never like uh, West Coast teams coming east. Um, ah, that's that little that little tidbit. It, it is a four o'clock game, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna base my pick entirely on that. Uh, I don't like teams coached by Chip Kelly. I don't uh, <laughs> I don't like teams quarterbacked by Colin Kaepernick. Um, so I think in the dome, Atlanta takes care of business. This game gets out of hand. I'll lay the points. 
Falcons. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's, that's a lot of points. But two yeah, touchdowns. no, I agree. I agree. That's a lot. Two touchdowns in the NFL is a lot of points. Yeah. As a note, I'll let you know that the SB Nation writer for the 49ers has said on Twitter today that even if he was in at wide receiver for the Falcons this week, that we would cover. <laughs> so, but, well, I said, all right. Well, I mean, there's, like there can't event. be much of a height difference between him and like Taylor Gabriel, right? They're like all you yeah, know, five that's seven, true. right? But but Gabriel runs a four four one forty. So <laughs> that and the other thing we haven't talked about is it looks like from what I'm reading that everyone's going to be back healthy this week. Oh, is so Julio back? Julio Jones and Jake Matthews might all be back this week. So ah, that's exciting. The team will be clicking on all cylinders. Very nice. Um, let's move on to this next game, which all of a sudden, no one would have guessed at the beginning of the season, has major, major playoff implications. The Lions traveling to the Meadowlands, New York Giants, minus four and a half, over under 41. Mark, kick us off. Give us some NFC East insight. So, I mean, if there's been a game all year that I'm going to pick based on weather, it's probably this one. Um, so I'm looking, it's going to be, it's going to be chilly, uh, in New York. And it's probably going to be wet. Um, and for those of you who've been watching the news, you know, uh, I think Matt Stafford had a couple torn ligaments in his in his throwing hand. Yep. He's going to be playing with a brace on it. Um, so I, I don't see them having a lot of success moving the ball. Um, I think maybe defensively New York has found something these last couple of weeks, even without JPP. Um, so, so I'll lay the four points um, and take the Giants at home. Giants minus four and a half. I like it. Um, for me, this... Uh, I read a little bit into this Matt Stafford injury, and uh, it turns out, yes, he tore two ligaments on his middle finger. However, they are torn in such a way where it forces his hand to compress more. Oh, wow. This this is getting scientific. That's, yes. So the tip <laughs> of his finger is actually bent in such a way where it's essentially 90 degrees to uh, the other part of his finger, which allows him to hold the ball a little tighter. Uh, so apparently, this shouldn't have much effect, uh, and it is also... As I was told by insider Matt uh, Hasselback of ESPN, it is what the is that finger is just used to spin the ball. It's not used for any uh, uh, actual throwing motion. Yeah, luckily, luckily you don't have to spin the ball to to complete a pass. Exactly. Right. Okay. So um, with that being pass. yeah, um, that being said, uh, the Lions haven't played uh, a blowout game all season, and I don't expect that to start now. So I think the Lions on the road. This is a field goal game instead of a touchdown game. Give me the Lions plus four and a half. All right, take us home. Thoughts on this game? Uh, so I'm actually going to 100% agree with Mark and everything that he said. And I'll add on that uh, the total has gone under in five of Detroit's last five games. The total has gone under in New- uh, the Giants' five of their last five games. Um, I don't see why this total gets over the over-under here. Uh, so give me the under for this one as well. Nice. You and Ramu can both take the under. Easy money. I'm just following his bets. I just follow whoever makes the most money every week. Yeah, just follow the best record from the previous week. I like it. Yeah, easy. Um, let's go to another big playoff implication game. Pats at Broncos plus three over under 43 and a half. Uh, Hari, thoughts? What do, you, what do you got in this game? Uh, this one is kind of a weird one uh, because like, I don't know what to do with this line. Uh, so I was doing a little bit of research and uh, let's 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 take a core assumption that the uh, Patriots win this game. Uh, I, I would be surprised just straight up if we said the Patriots win this game. Uh, the Patriots have covered three points every game that they've won since week one uh, of this season. And you'd have to go back to week 10 of the previous season to find a time that they haven't beaten a team. 
by three points. Uh, if they won, they won by more than three points with Brady under center. Uh, so give me the Patriots to cover, I guess, because that seems to be a Sherlock bet that always ends up winning. So at least at minimum, it's going to push. So uh, give me the Pats to cover. Okay, I like it. Uh, Mark, what are your thoughts on this game? I don't really know what all his numbers Hardy just said were, but uh, I, I I tend to agree with him here. I think it's your boy Bill Belichick. Yeah, I I picked it, I can't I picked against him this past week. I don't I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, um, I picked against him at home. At least you pushed. Yeah, I pushed. seven points for Ed. Yeah, I mean it's garbage time though. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't really see a way that with Tre- Trevor Simeon um, under center and without uh, without a solid running game, which we'll we'll get to later. Um, I don't see how the Broncos are going to hang out in this game. Um, I know I keep picking the favorites, uh, which, teaser, teaser, I'm going to break here in a minute, but uh, <laughs> give me the pats and uh, I'll give the three. Okay, Patriots minus three. Um, Ari, I agree with what uh, a lot of what you said. My only thing that uh, that does make me hesitant is the Broncos are 9-2-1 and one against the spread in their last 12 games as underdogs. I think uh, they also have their backs against the wall in order to make the playoffs. I think they have to win this game at home especially because they close up with two divisional opponents in, in Kansas City and Oakland. So I it worries me, and I hate picking against Bill Belichick because he has uh, clearly um, made me regret it earlier this year. But I think the Broncos irk this one out. Give me the uh, the Broncos plus three, and I'll lay the, lay the points. You're not going to take them straight up? Uh, I, I don't really know what the difference between three and straight up is if they win – then they win. I mean, this no, isn't a field goal points. game. It's like a, it's like a safety game. It's a funky score game. Yeah. The, the air is thin in Denver. That makes crazy things happen. Koskowski with that 62-yard kick to win it. That, he hasn't been able to hit an extra point, let alone uh, make long kicks. He's not so good. Hopefully he's not on your fantasy team. Uh, going to the last game of the week. Reappearance on Sunday Night Football. The Buccaneers at Dallas. Minus 7 over under 46. Um, this is my time for my uh, my reassurance that Tony Romo will not make an appearance this season. Oh, Everyone, oh, oh, oh. just relax. How, how sure are you of that? Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> I am 100% positive. At least he won't make an appearance this game. Uh, I think the offense gets it together. They've had two rough games on the road, um, traveling to Minnesota and New York. They've played a ton of football this month, um, given that they had both Thanksgiving game and the Thursday night game against Minnesota. I think at home, this Cowboys crowd is ready to cheer us on, especially if we see the Giants somehow lose at home to the Lions. This game could be uh, for us to win the division and to possibly lock up the number one seed. Give me the Cowboys to cover by seven points, baby. Uh, Mark, clearly you disagree. What Um, are your thoughts? I'm still not convinced I disagree with your pick against the spread. This... This Dak Prescott thing could get out of hand quickly, though. Yes. I just want to. I just want to go to a quote um, from owner, uh, <laughs> oh owner God. and general manager oh, Jerry God. Jones when asked uh, if there is a potential quarterback change in this team's not so distant future. He said, "I quote: I don't have a definition for it, but you'll know it when you see it. It's kind of like a definition I heard one time of another issue trying to define a negative topic. They said, I don't know how to say it, but it's just something you'll know when you see it. You know it's there." We'll see it. That makes a lot of sense. Don't you get what he's saying? He's saying right. that we're not, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, if this is any other owner saying this about his starting quarterback who has gone 11-2 and two this year, <laughs> this is, like, outrageous. But, yeah. like, this is, this is like, I, I had to Google several articles, and this is, like, 
This is like several paragraphs down. So like this is this part for the course uh, for the Cowboys. Yep. But that being said, the guy under center is still a rookie. Um, he still probably needs a little bit more support uh, from his ownership than a, a more senior quarterback would be. Um, so I, I just feel like this might be the game where it all falls apart for the Cowboys. Wow. On national TV again, playing a sneaky, sneaky good Tampa yeah. Bay team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'll take the touchdown and give me the Bucks. Bucks plus seven. Har, you love Jerry World. We say it every week. I do, lo- I do love Jerry World. Uh, you need this for your division. Of- you need this for your Falcons. We do need it. But here's the fact of the matter is that um, – Mark is wildly underestimating the problem in Dallas. Uh, Dak hasn't been good. Uh, it's not really a question of like, oh, well, he's just having a couple of bad weeks. Like under 200 yards passing uh, for the past three weeks. Uh, like passer rating has declined. Uh, he's not playing very well. Uh, the war drums are beating, uh, especially if he drops this game. Uh, things will get very, very exciting in Dallas. Uh, and Another fact of the matter is that um, I just don't really believe uh, in Dallas yet. I, I know that they're very, very good, but I just don't believe that they are as good as people say, especially when they drop two to the Giants. Uh, Tampa Bay is 5-0 and against the spread in its last five games. Uh, give me Tampa, and I would even say uh, slightly that I want to say that I would take Tampa straight up. I'm not going to say it. That's uh, a lot. Don't be surprised if you, Tampa you knocks off Dallas. You did Dallas. say it. Yeah. That Now we're just saying crazy things. Um, Actually, put, put me down for Tampa straight up. I think they're going to win in Dallas. I'm not worried about it at all. That's an insane thing. Um, I think what people are forgetting is that like Tampa hasn't really put up points in any of the games that they've actually won. They put up 19 against the Chiefs, 14 against the Seahawks. Yeah, they went up against the Chargers, but that isn't a very good defense. And then they put 16 up against the Saints at home. I don't know if they can score with the Cowboys, especially with our offense at home. If you look at our, our home road splits, it's like night and day different. Um, if we can lock up this number one seed, Hari, to your point, the one big thing I read was Dak was the best third down passer before the last two weeks. He was like 76% on third downs um, and was like completing, um, or sorry, uh, getting a first down on like 80% of those plays. We are two for 23 on third down in the last two games. So that does worry me, but I have faith. We will turn it around. And listen, if, if, the, if we're talking about scoring points, if the Cowboys play like they have the last two weeks, they... Like the Bucks may not need that many points to win that game. Yeah, it's just like those two weeks were on the road against good defenses. Like no one will deny that the the Giants and the um, the Vikings are top ten defenses. So Minnesota is probably not as high as you think it is in terms of DVOA. It's yeah, yes, it is top ten, uh, but I, I I don't think it's any. Much it's not much much better than Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is t- also a top ten defense DPO as well. Hardy, Hardy, do you have like a, a hotkey built into your computer to get you to DVOA yeah. rankings? It's anytime? everything is just DVOA. It's actually just a big DVOA keypad that I run. Uh, that's just analytics based. But yeah, they're they're both. Uh, it's another top ten defense that he's going up against in in Tampa Bay. So I don't see where all of a sudden Dak is going to unless he emerges as some amazing leader. who's just some fantastic rookie who's going to win the game. Uh, the war drums are going to start beating this week in Jerry World, and uh, Romo's going to be back next week. You're headed to your first. Uh, interesting. Well, we should look for that prop bet. Um, but let's move on to our first segment, Put Me In, Coach. Um, I will kick us off. Give me a little Sammy Watkins playing the take a guess. 
Cleveland. Oh, they're Browns. playing Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. Browns allowing the most yards per game to uh, opposing wide receivers. Sammy Watkins um, coming back, had a touchdown catch last week. I need him in my fantasy lineup to beat Ramu. So uh, I think that has to mean that he's going to have a good week. So give me a little Sammy Watkins um, playing the lowly Cleveland Browns. Mark, who you got? Put me in, coach. Uh, I'm looking at kind of another lowly team. I'm looking at the Jets. I'm looking at their backfield, and I'm looking at Bilal Powell. Um, he put up huge numbers this past week. Um, unfortunately for me, on my bench in fantasy after Matt Forte, I went out with an injury. Uh, their matchup this week, who they got, who they got, who they got. Um, they are against Miami, which uh, has, it's been an okay defense, but I think he's going to get plenty of touches in that game. Um, and I can see him going for over 100 total yards and a touchdown. So, so all pal, it's your time to shine, buddy. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, what about you? Put me in, coach. Uh, we talked about this a bit already, uh, but give me both Matt Ryan and Julio Jones this week <laughs> against San Francisco. I think they're just gonna fucking torch them. <laughs> I think it's. It, I want to give you stats or whatever, but it's there's nothing I can tell you. They're gonna fucking torch the Niners. Put them in in all fantasy formats, all situations. That's great. I like it. Uh, that's like that. What's it? Uh, in fantasy, the uh, uh, one week fantasy. The stack. Put the stack in. Yeah, put the stack in. That's exactly what it is. There you go. I like it. Um. All right, let's move on to back to some college games. Oh, it's about to get weird. It's bowl season. Um, and I'll start with the lowly game because Mark requested it, so you have to kick us off. Southern Miss going to, or not going to, but playing Louisiana Lafayette in the New Orleans Bowl. Louisiana plus five, over under 58. Uh, listen, I, I don't know how you call this a lowly game, okay? They're, they're both six and six. No, listen, lowly. okay, here, here's, here's a pitch. There's two, there's two bowl games this year in the Superdome. One is this game. The other is the Sugar Bowl between uh-huh. who? I don't even know. Oklahoma, exactly. Uh, Oklahoma yeah. and Auburn. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, for your money, bang for your buck, this is the game you want to be at. This okay. game is going to be wild. Listen, ULL has played in this game five of the past six years. This is essentially a home game for them. They show up every year. Um, it's usually, like I said, it's usually pretty much a home game. This year, though, they get Southern Miss. Southern Miss just across the border. Mm-hmm. People looking for something to do around the holidays, looking to get a look, little liquored up. This is a 9 p.m. kickoff, so people are people are going to be out of their minds. Like this, this, this is the bowl game. This is top five bowl games I would want to attend this year. I'm gonna say that, and then I'm gonna say Southern Miss is one and seven in the last eight games against the spread. ULL is. Five and one in the last six against the spread. Um, I am taking the ULL. I don't. I don't even know what their mascot is. The Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns. Yeah, Raging bad, Cajuns. I'm taking the Raging Cajuns. What'd you say the line was? Uh, Raging Cajuns plus five. Yeah, give me five points. Give me the Raging Cajuns and bring a couple hand grenades to this game. This is going to get wild. And they sell them at the Superdome. Oh Interesting yeah. Fact. Oh yeah. Insider. Insider knowledge. <laughs> um. I don't know what to do about this game. I don't know anything about these teams, so I'm just going to pass. I'm not even going to act like I know anything about these teams. <laughs> Hari, what have you researched? What have you read? I also don't know anything, but I will say that uh, ULL is 3-2 um, and two at home this season, so there's no such thing as home field advantage for them. Uh, I think probably, would, would you say it's five points for ULL? Yeah. That's probably too much. Give me Southern Miss. Southern Miss. I like it. Uh, minus five. Jesus. Let's see if we actually tune into this game. Uh, on an to... interesting fact about Southern Miss. They outgained their opponents this season by 140 yards a game. That's a lot of yards. And went six and six. Uh, yeah, fair point. Uh, 
On to an exciting game taking place in Las Vegas. The Cougs of Houston, H-Town, going uh, playing San Diego State, plus three and a half, over under 55. Uh, we had a teaser for this uh, bowl game a little earlier with, uh, with an earlier podcast by Mark. I don't think he could have said it any better. Um, this Houston team cannot be excited to travel to Las Vegas um, in early December, right after finals week, to play uh, a San Diego State team with their coach being gone and... Somehow, Major Applewhite uh, landed that gig on like a fucking eight-year <laughs> head coach elect. Major yeah. Applewhite, no joke. So apparently, the the rumor here, the rumor mill here in Texas is saying that essentially he got the job because all of these high school football coaches in the Houston area like called up the athletic department and said, "We do not want to deal with Lane Kiffin. Do not hire Lane Kiffin." Um, and they all knew Applewhite, and they said, "Hey, if you got to hire somebody, hire Applewhite. We like him." So, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, give me San Diego State plus three and a half. I uh, I think they will be motivated to win this game. Um, Hari, thoughts? I don't know. I uh, <laughs> um, give me San Diego State. I like it. Interesting, Mark. <laughs> Wow, that was good. That, that was, was like that was like some Ramu level analysis. <laughs> like you didn't throw in any like bizarre names. My internet isn't loading fast enough for me to read this article, but I'll have something to say in about two seconds. That's great. Um, Mark, take us home. Give us uh, some thoughts on the Cougs. So the thoughts on the Cougs, uh, I already pretty much captured most of them last week. Um, I think it is interesting how after being a school that kind of churned out coaches every two or three years to bigger programs they're trying to they're trying to change that uh, which is why they didn't go with like a Les Miles or a Lane Kiffin it also I think needs to be said that like Lane Kiffin ending up at Florida Atlantic oh my is God. like the most bizarre coaching yeah, hire I do not get that did, at all it did you see no what sense. he said in his interview no he was like uh you don't get what you want you get what you deserve and I was <laughs> like, yeah no shit dude I mean like the, the other takeaway from offensive coordinator in Alabama and one more national championships like I don't understand what's the point of it all it yeah makes no sense like I just my takeaway is like working for Nick Saban must be terrible like he's like I'll go anywhere like, yeah just get me out of here so yeah I, I'm a I'm going to take the Aztecs from San Diego State, uh, getting a couple points, probably more motivated. I can see uh, Ed Oliver and his boys standing a little too late in Vegas this Friday night, so uh, I'm not touching the Cougs in this game. I like it. Um, all right, let's move on to our uh, our next segment, which is that is going to get you benched. Mark, who is riding the pine for you this week, my friend? Oh, my God. Former... Former fantasy favorite of mine, former Yobagoya beef bucket great. We are talking about Justin Forsett in Denver. <laughs> oh my lord, he gets he gets cut. Uh, he's down on his luck. Uh, Gary Kubiak uh, comes in altruistically, uh, brings him in. And he, like with all these injuries they have at running back, he, he's gonna get some. He's gonna get some snaps. He gets the ball on his first play and he puts it on the ground. Yep. It's like, come on, man, you're not a rookie. You know, you're not new to the league. You've been a starting running back for several years. Yep. You come in and you can't hold on the ball for your first snap. Um, that's going to get you benched. That's going to get you cut from like a second team this year. And that's probably going to get you unemployed soon. Yep. That's about right. Um, for me, this one hits home. It's hard to say. 
But oh. fucking Des Bryant. Okay. That oh is gonna get you benched. I thought I friend. thought you were going all in and you're gonna say Dak Prescott. No. And it was gonna be too real. No, that's <laughs> too, real. too real. That's too real. <laughs> but that having a rookie quarterback, you are a veteran wide receiver. They just yeah. paid you seventy five million dollars. He's gotta get he's gotta make some plays. You have got to get some plays on fucking dreadlock Janoris Jenkins. Um, to drop that, uh, not to drop that, but to fumble that slant pattern when we were picking up first down on third down, uh, was just, just killer. Um, he better bounce back this week against the Buccaneers, but for now, uh, you also lost Marcus Fantasy Week, Des Bryant, that is going to get you benched. Hari, take us home. Uh, mine is the entire San Francisco 49ers. Yes! Not, not only were you guys favored as a 1-11 team to beat the Jets, you were up 14 points on them in the third quarter and lost the game in overtime. And it is just like, first of all, the Jets have like quit. Like that is a team that is not playing football anymore. Like Darrell Rivas is walking around the field. Like Bryce Petty is in just like flinging the ball wherever he wants to. It is a garbage football team. And you couldn't close on them. Like you were up by so much. Um, I won a bunch of money on that game and I had quit. I thought it was over. Uh, at halftime because I had bet on the Jets to win and I was like there's no way that they're going to lose to San Francisco and I was right because San Francisco is a garbage football team now they're <laughs> talking about firing Chip Kelly after hiring one year ago just a mess um, just a disaster in their brand new stadium uh, the only interesting thing that's happened in that stadium in the last three years is WrestleMania uh, so all the 49ers go everyone take a knee during the national anthem when you come to Atlanta you guys all need to get benched <laughs> Well said, well said, well said. Um, and that takes us obscure bet of the week. And I appreciated, Hari, your text about the Mike Nugent extra point. I don't think there's a better bet in football right now than uh, the lowly take, Cincinnati take kicker. Take it to the bank. Seriously. Like, <laughs> it's been five weeks in a row. At some point, Vegas has to realize what's going on. Um, but I will kick this one off. There is a fun one for me. Um and that is, will the Eagles finish the regular season having lost their last seven games? Oh, no. Give me a little yes plus 350. Um, they have the Ravens this week, and then they travel to the Meadowlands to play the Giants, uh, where that game, I think, still means something for the Giants. And then they host the Cowboys, which is the only one they might win because we may have some backups in. But, uh, I mean, if we have our backups in, that means Tony Romo's in. So... You know, that can't be the worst backup quarterback situation. So you, this is 17. you hedging. You're just you're essentially just hedging that Tony <laughs> Romo is going to end up in the game. Okay, I'm just checking. Well, he's going to be our backup in Week 17. That's just fact. Because um, Dak Prescott will remain the starter. So here's the scenario. Let's play this out. Okay, so you guys are sitting, what, 11-2 and two right now? Three mm-hmm. games to play? So say you guys go 1-2 and two in the next three. Okay. That's, that, that, I mean, we still get the one seed, 12-4. and four. Say you go 0-2. Oh in and the then, next two. No, no, no. To... What if you go 0 and 1 in this next game? One hundred percent chance. Tony Romo is in next week. No, that, no you also Dak have goes, to remember. If Dak goes sub two hundred yards again, that's four weeks of Dak being. Eli Manning is have to has to answer questions every week, and he won this week with sub two hundred yards passing. There's no way Dak gets through this if he throws less than two hundred yards and loses this game. There's I, no chance. I uh, I respectfully disagree. I also think that the interesting twist on this is if the Giants lose this week. Like, we pretty much have the one seed locked up after Seattle got shellacked by um, by Green Bay. So the next closest team is uh, are them at eight wins, and we have 11. So I'm not really worried. What about the Giants? The Giants also have eight wins. Yeah. I thought they had nine. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have eight. But I, think you could, right. I think you're right. Um, so I'm not worried. 
Give me uh, obscure bet of the week, though. Back to it. Philadelphia Eagles plus 350. <laughs> uh, Mark, obscure bet of the week. So this is an NFL bet. Uh, I'm going to call it obscure because literally no one is watching this game. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to the AFC East. I'm going Dolphins at Jets. Um, I'm reading this, uh, this Bleacher Report. Nobody is watching Right. Bleacher Report article uh, basically telling you what if you're picking against the spread and picking the over-under in all these NFL games, what's the move? Um, the over-under in this game is 38, first of all. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, the what? over-under the over is 38, and this allegedly professional sports writer is saying that the smart pick is to take the under in this football game. Oh, my God. Listen, you got I guess Bryce you Petty Ryan and Matt Moore yeah. at quarterback. Okay. This enough. is going to be literally unwatchable. That's going to be some bad football. This is going to be terrible. The, the New Orleans Bowl is light years ahead of this. That's fair. I'll give you that much. They're both in NFL stadiums, but I would much rather go to the New Orleans Bowl. Oh, no doubt. So, yeah, give me the under uh, under 38 in this Dolphins-Jets game. Good God. And do not watch it. Do not even check the yeah. score. Do, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, just tune in for, like, Bilal Powell fantasy points, I guess. Yes. That's all that, that all should be really had. Uh, Hari, thoughts on this game? Uh, thoughts on uh, thoughts on that game. I oh, sorry. <laughs> Obscure better than. Hello, week. I would like I would like to hijack this podcast and talk only about the the Jets. Uh, no, my yeah, bad. If we did a whole podcast on Jets Dolphins. I would be there. I would have so much research. You know how we don't have many listeners already. I think that would literally go to zero. <laughs> yeah, we go directly to zero. Jets Dolphins talk. That's all we're going to do next week. Um, this okay. I am going to go to UFC this week. Um, a week from today is Bellator 170 uh, between Chael Sonnen and uh, Tito Ortiz, which is uh, hilarious because Bellator won uh, only fights on Wednesday nights for some reason, which is like, very super lame. And both of these guys, uh, Sonnen is 39, Tito Ortiz is 41. Uh, and it's just going to be the fucking saddest shit you've ever seen. Um, but likely... Sonnen is going to win because TRT's is lost a promotion to another 40 year old already in Bellator. Uh, it's just going to be like, if you want to watch ugly shit, like watch the Jets Dolphins game and then switch over to this uh, afterwards. Uh, Cause it's just going to be a fucking mess and watching two old men fight each other. Uh, but give me Chelsea Sonnen to win uh, with a knockout. I like it with a KO. What kind of odds are you getting on that? Harry? That's uh that's uh. I, the knockout is like plus 130 or something. Oh, okay. It's not great money. You're not getting crazy payouts. The good payout right now, if you want to know, your bonus bet is uh, Cubs to win the World Series right now is plus 400, and they are by far the strongest roster in baseball. So I would go ahead and lock that in, too. Wait, so, so the Braves aren't aren't bringing World Series back to, to SunTrust Stadium? It's uh, it's early. it's early. We're in the midst of a rebuilding. We're in the midst of a rebuilding right in, now. In the you midst. Know, you're a Phillies fan. You should know they've been rebuilding for years and years. Yeah, I mean they're gonna to, they're gonna be trying to toss off that Ryan Howard contract. Yeah, you guys are gonna be rebuilding that pedestrian bridge over I-75 for years, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. We're gonna win a championship in two years. That's uh, no doubt in my mind. I would like to lock two, in that bet. Just give me, years, just tell years, me your odds after this year. Just two years tell after. me your odds. So, I'd like to say 2018, we're going to win the series. Interesting. Please series. use this clip and please play it back whenever you think about this World Series team in 2018. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hopefully this podcast will still be going in, uh, in 2018. With that, that takes us home. We got five NFL games, two college games, and more bowl games to come, baby. So uh, tune in next week. You can uh, email Hari if you're a fan. Uh, Hari, could you give us the email address again? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's hgopal10 at gmail.com. If you email me, I'll add you to our fan list. They're getting all the just some of the best bets and some of the dopest gear. Nice. So the best please, insights. Just the best. A lot of insider content. I so like it. Nine ninety five a month. I like it. I like it. All right, baby. And with that, we out.